I'm Matt. I'm Steve. And this week, maybe we'll have a better title. Maybe, but as usual, probably not. No? No. No, I, I'm married to that title. Do you, do you have any new suggestions? Um, Two drunk guys. Two guys drunk bickering naked with each other? Yeah. So, like, striving for accuracy. Accuracy always being key? So it's been about, what, three weeks, four weeks? <laughs> We're pretty bad at this. Yeah, a while. I mean... In in fairness, I was in Halifax for like one of those weeks. And in fairness, I've been in purgatory because of my real job. Yeah. And in fairness, I'm really, really lazy, so. And in fairness, I just wanted to bring you over here to have sex with you. So. Yeah, I know. That's fine. But we're back on the bottle. Yep. Or or whatever. Whatever that metaphor is. Yeah. So, uh, let's get ourselves back up to date. What you been watching, Steve? Well, I've been watching a lot of things, Matt. Oh, really? Sure, why not? In terms of um I was going through this in my head before I came here. There's like three movies, I think. Um, uh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw Annie Hall in Halifax. That sounds like made-up film. Yeah, it's made-up. It smells, smells like smut. Uh-huh. Like, it's, yeah, it's a porn. <laughs> um, and I saw, obviously, The Hunger Games. I saw that too, I think. Yes, I believe you did. Was that a sigh? Um, for the most part. <laughs> um, you also saw something else that we left off last week on a cliffhanger for, I believe. I don't remember. last. <laughs> Since last we did this thing, which I think I feel like we should discuss. Uh, do, you, do you know this little BBC show called Sherlock? Oh, um, I don't know if I do, actually. Have I seen that before? <laughs> I believe last time that we spoke, that was... The thing we're going to do afterwards or shortly thereafter. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yep. I also have it written down, so that's okay. why I know it's true. <laughs> uh, so let's let's start at the top then. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about 21 Jump Street? Uh, I, I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. Oh, man, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, very, it played with genre conventions very well and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Very uh, slapstick. Yeah. Could you tell it was the Clone High guys? What? Yeah. The same guys that did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Clone High. No, I didn't. Well, I, I mean, that's cool. I didn't know that. I, I'm a fan of both of those. Those are some pretty good films. I was, when I heard that, I'm like, I have to see this. <laughs> My first thoughts were, 21 Jump Street, that looks stupid. <laughs> and this one's like, oh, it's from the Clone High and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I liked it. I was, Good comedy. I don't know. It's predictable, but uh, it's about the jokes, right? Yeah, exactly. Jokes were amazing. Explosions or things not exploding. Uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games was was kind of like, you didn't like it in Gathering. No, it's fine. (laughs) Can I roll my eyes? Is that... I don't think the rolling the eyes doesn't come across by audio, I'm afraid. No, I'm not... I don't think it's being picked up. All right, I tried though. It's PG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. You have teenage people killing each other. It's PG. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I mean, they could have gone. Like they could have gone a lot more brutal without losing any audience. I think. Right. Well, I think you could have at least done PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, That's kind of weird because, like, I thought they removed a lot of the blood from. Uh, the Dark Knight because they want to get that PG rating where I'd say there's no shortage of blood in this movie. 
Yeah, no, yeah, there's blood. They just don't show any actual, like... Penetration? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I... And, oh, they use a lot of shaky camera. Yep, that they do. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of shaky cam. And like, wh- who is a fan of shaky cam? What is... The, why do they... It's supposed to, like, connect, convey kinetic motion, so, like... Yeah, but, like, pretty much everyone I see doesn't like it. Like, who likes it? <laughs> Like in moderation, I can kind of, I kind of like, like during a good fight scene, mm-hmm. if they allow that camera to shake a bit, it's friggin' awesome because you you can kind of feel the punch a bit more, right? Okay. But in general, it's bullshit. Yeah. Especially I mean, when it uses, they use it to like hide things or to give me a headache. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Uh, Transformers Two? Is that like there was a fight scene in Transformers Two where I just had no idea what was going on? Like it was just. Megatron versus, like, three gray Transformers who were interchangeable, and, like... Did I say Megatron? I yes. meant Optimus Prime. Sorry. Optimus Tron. No, Mega Mega Prime. Mega Piranha? Megatron. <laughs> Mega Piranha. Best movie ever. Anyway, I just like... I mean, if you can't see what's going on in a fight scene, it's kind of not even a fight scene. It's just a mess. I don't know. Yeah. It t- totally. I, I don't... Seems like we're in agreement. Great. Hunger Games? Don't... Well, no, I mean, I might, I think I liked Hunger Games a bit more than you did, but, you know, I, I didn't love it or anything. I also had preconceived notions about how terrible it is. I also like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm a fan. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, I, I, she didn't do anything in this movie to make me feel like I want to see her in anything else. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm I don't not... want to see her in anything. I want to see <laughs> her. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty old man. Yeah, that's me. Whatever, she's 21, man. <laughs> Anyways, on the bright side, that, that, that did make me want to download and, I mean, watch uh, Battle Royale again. Yeah? Yeah, so I'm going to watch that sometime soon. Cool, I'll watch it. I, Sweet. I, I mean, we... you've mentioned a lot. I'm assuming it's some kind of death match where only the winner survives. Yeah, except it's like they take this school of kids. Oh, okay. So it's not like, oh, like that's what I got even more. Is like You have these random people. Mm-hmm. Battle Royale, it's just clashing with like friends and whatnots. Huh. And, and they give them, like, machine guns and weapons. <laughs> and as opposed to this, like, I don't know, I guess they give it to them. But they, they, you, like, each person gets one item and they get sent off. Okay. And they're given this time limit as explosive something or another. <laughs> All but, right, cool. I'll watch that. Sweet. Yeah. It's on, like, Donkey Kong. Was, yeah. Uh, so what else did you watch? Uh, well, I watched Annie Hall. What is that? It's well, it's Woody Allen's first like breakthrough movie, you know. It like came out in nineteen seventy seven. It's kind of old. Yeah, it is. I'm but, actually kind of bad with my old movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, I've I always hit the big notes. Here. I've hit Casablanca. I've done the the Citizen Kane, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I don't know Woody Allen's old stuff too. But yeah, no, I actually liked it. I mean, it was I've seen Woody Allen like made fun of so much and like kind of. Uh, Parody, well, not really parody, just made fun of, and it was funny to see an actual movie that was like, oh yeah, I see what's, I see what he's, they a, meant. he's a weird guy. Yeah, he is, but uh, I liked it. I mean, I don't know, it was just one of those sort of pseudo artsy movies where that's that's all his movies. Yeah, he's kind of got like this thing. Yeah, where there's somebody who is him, and they probably sleep with somebody who's younger than him. Yeah. <laughs> Did that happen? And it got more and more creepy as he got older. He keeps getting older. They keep staying the same age. Just like you, Steve. Uh, yep. I can see why you admire his work. 
Anyway, I don't know. I liked it. Um, have you? The important thing though is, have you seen Community this week? So yeah, yeah. What do you think? Killer Wars. I lo- I love the narrator. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I don't think it was amazing the no. whole episode. Ah oh, man, I loved it. Still pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with Jeff. I don't know. I thought it was a good Jeff episode. I thought it had a nice payoff at the end. Or it's like he actually did it. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, but oh, I don't want Jeff to be actually become sweet. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. He didn't even learn his lesson, though, because he just right after that told them about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, here, actually, if you want me to do the voiceover <laughs> for it, too, I'm more than happy to. Um, but I don't know. I, uh, no, I like the self-referentialness of the whole thing. Um, the whole Chang thing didn't pay off great. Chevy Chase was, like, not in that episode. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, I feel like they just had a body double in that weird... Oh, yeah, they definitely did. Because from what I gather, that man is checking out. Yeah, well, there was... Yeah, there was a huge feud or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but I mean... Weakest actor in the thing, and... I'm not going to miss Pierce. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't miss him hugely. He he has his moments. He got more interesting um, since he's come back and lost his father's business. Oh, yeah, yeah. But old Pierce, you know, he's never done anything for the group other than being an old, fickle guy. Yeah. They could just replace him with Leonard. <laughs> that pervert. Leonard's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was community. The Oh, Troy and Abed, like, not wanting to end their fight because they didn't want to not be friends. Yeah. That was kind of brought a single tear to my metaphorical eye. Aww. Not my literal eye. My my eyes were dry, but if I could convey emotions like Nelson insists that I can't, uh-huh. I would have been sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Sherlock, I guess. Yeah, which you... I liked it. I mean, I it was, like... I'm annoyed by the cliffhanger because now I have to wait for the next season, obviously. Um, but, I mean, I was fine with it. I don't really like Moriarty's death, though. No. Spoiler alert, yeah. FYI. All yeah. the people who don't listen. We have, like, five viewers. I'm sure they've all seen it by now. <laughs> uh, Moriarty's death was a bit of... Uh, not what I wanted. Yeah. I kind of want him to not be dead. Like, that's kind of the mystery that I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't see how that could be possible. Or interesting. Yeah. Uh, I read some things about how Sherlock could have faked it. Oh, yeah? What were the theories? Uh, it's like he used that bouncy ball to under his armpit to stop his pulse. Um, He's the what? Uh, the bouncy ball he was playing with during that episode. I don't remember. He plays with the bouncy ball. Okay. I, I, assure, I assure you of that. I thought it was interesting. Okay. Um, and he jumps into like a truck thingy. Uh, Watson gets drugged, which whatever. <sighs> Um, there's like a body that does get dropped or something, but then hidden. I don't, I just think it was a different body. But I mean, he obviously jumped. Yeah. And then fell into like, there was a car full of garbage that he fell into. Right. Sure. Whatever. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I thought it was a good episode though. Either Um, either way. Yeah. Overall, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. And, um, I was kind of made the fact that Moriarty being released in the second episode, kind of like how they actually had to tell you that now why he was locked up. Yeah. 
what happened? I mean, what happened in the second episode? He was released? Yeah, he was released, but it was never understood that he was captured. Yeah, right, right. As, But they explained it in the next episode, which is kind of backwards way of doing it. Yep, it is. I can't remember why they took him in. It was like for questioning about something. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't say it was like disappointing or anything. It was a no. Good, it, it, was, just... it was it wasn't my favorite episode. Yeah, I'd still throw that to season one finale and uh, the woman. Mm-hmm. Those are probably my two. Yeah, two best episodes. I've I've watched a few more movies than you have. I think. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. <laughs> um. So let's go down the list. I watched something called Oh Archer season finale. Oh yeah. Uh, it took place on a space station. It was just a bunch of. Star Wars references. Really? And alien references. I love Star Wars and aliens, sir. It was great. It's like, this is a bad conversation, anyways. You know, pretty much everything you could have wanted from a Star Wars reference was just loaded with it. I highly recommend you catch up on Archer. I want to, yeah. No worries. Well, um, I mean, Amy and I will be looking for things, to, for things to watch. I also watched Mad Men. That's back. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, what, uh, what season are they on? Four, I okay. think. Is it like is that worth going through? Yeah, I think I like it. I have season one. Yeah. Um it's it's really a character piece mm-hmm. or character pieces and there's a lot to take in without anything happening in some episodes. Okay. I like it so far. Uh the most recent episode was really weird. Yeah. Um, they kill some people which was shocking. Oh, that's interesting. It was it, it's like almost turned into a horror movie they talked about like this rape or like rapist that was on the loose or something and then they're i feel like they're setting up some people as either being crazy enough to potentially be the rapist or whatnot but it just seems such a weird turn for the show yeah that does sound weird they didn't know about it yeah yeah it is um game of thrones oh yeah that's back oh yeah back Um, again i haven't watched any of uh, have there been what two episodes two episodes as of last night yeah how's it been it's been uh, pretty good. I, I've kind of forgotten where some people are. Right. <laughs> uh, there's like this, I guess there's five kinks now. Apparently it's hard to keep count. Mm-hmm. But there's just one faction, which I don't remember how they fit in. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's the... Uh... There's Joffrey. There's the King yep. of the North. Yeah. There's the Fire Lady. Yeah. Then there's some guy who's taking on this new god with this fiery redhead witch lady. Oh yeah, the um, the Greyjoys or whatever, right? The... Yeah, I guess. I don't know where they fit into all this though. Yeah, they're kind of just somewhere. Yeah, they're off to this. They're on the coast, and I, I don't, I don't know. They like they they rebelled like ten years ago or whatever, um, and they've just always been by themselves, or I don't know. I think they've always been kind of. I, I kind of forget. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I'm like, there's this one faction which I just don't know yet. Yeah. So, getting what I can piecemeal. Uh-huh. The the guy who plays the dwarf is or small person midget Tyrion. Yeah, he's still pretty awesome. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, two two episodes in, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching The Good Wife. Oh yeah. Lawyer drama. Yeah. Let's see what else do I have here? Then I watched Hidden 3D. Okay. I have no. It's. I don't know why I watched that. Right. Don't ask me anything about it. Fair enough. It made me sad. <laughs> uh, Captain America. Okay. How was that? Captain America. Uh, decent, actually. Really? 
Yeah, uh, a lot of the middle stuff was kind of just like uh, combat montage. Okay. And it sounds to me like they're going to make sequels of Captain America by having it set in those montages. <laughs> so it's like the, the film was like, here's Captain America's origin and here's Captain America's death. Oh. <laughs> and by death, I mean the freezing of Captain America so they can put him into modern times for the Avengers trilogy, whatever, Avengers movie. Oh, fair enough. And him kind of being frozen and whatnot, like how that ends up happening, not very satisfying in my opinion. Was it in Carbonite? No, he just gets, he crashes a plane in the North Pole. What? Because it's going to fire missiles at some cities. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And I'm not even sure what happens to the Red Skull. I don't know who that or what that is. That's like, I don't know, the communist version of. Captain America. Oh, okay. And he's got like a face that's all red. <laughs> and then right after that, I watched. Oh no! Then I watched uh, Seven Days. Okay, what's that? It's a Quebec film. Oh no way! Canadian, eh? And it's about this doctor whose daughter gets raped and murdered, like mm-hmm. his seven-year-old daughter. Okay. Uh, so the guy accused of her, her murder, he breaks him out of jail, kidnaps him, mm-hmm. and takes him into his cabin in the woods to torture him for seven days. So it's actually called like the seven days of torment. Okay. Um, and it's really not about the torture itself, uh-huh. but a lot about this kind of the d- d- unsatisfaction that come, can come about trying to get revenge. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, he tortures this guy, but when he's not doing that, he's just going away to be in grief and drink and right, yeah. you can kind of see him getting nothing out of it. And he's looking for validation about what he's doing. And when he doesn't get it from the people outside, he uh, kidnaps someone and tries to, like, convert them into, like, what he's doing is right. <laughs> I liked it. Like, as far as I was expecting, basically, you know, just a torture porn. And I got, I got yeah. something that was a bit deeper than that. So it was, That's cool. it was surprising. That's uh, interesting. Two hours long. It was uh, kind of straining. <laughs> so right after that, I watched 50 Elm Street. What, or, what exactly? or five fifty fifty one fifty five thousand uh, fifty one fifty Elm Street. Oh, okay. It's another Quebec film. Uh huh. This one's about a guy who gets. Tell me if you've heard this plot before. Kidnapped. Uh huh. Um, and this is going to change very quickly, actually. Uh, by this uh, family, who the father is a serial killer. Oh, okay. And he like he's this. You know, he's this, this good Christian family man, mm. and he righteously serial kills uh, bad people. And this kid just caught him doing it. Like, he crashed his bike outside his house, uh-huh. came in to clean up, and then found him, found the the main, the, the villain, like, killing someone. Mm-hmm. Or, basically... Wait, so it's a kid that got... It's, it's like a young, 23-year-old, young adult. Oh, okay. Uh, so he gets... So the the father can't kill him because he's not a bad person, right? So it goes against his rules, like this, this sense of righteousness. Uh-huh. So he just keeps him locked up. Oh, much better. Uh, his daughter is kind of trying to come along his path, but she's less righteous about it. Uh huh. So there's that conflict there in the house. So it's this family with this dark, evil father, and mm. the children trying to be like him. The mother not knowing what to do but to put up with it. Right. <laughs> in this torn kind of manner. And eventually the father decides that the only way this he'll let this kid go is if he beats him at chess. 
and this guy has like never been beaten. He, the, the father's like a chess champion. Uh-huh. So it, it kind of turns into a story about Stockholm Syndrome after that. Okay. And the kid like gets obsessed with trying to beat him to the point where like, he's offered several attempts to escape and just like turns him down. <laughs> he comes, he, he fetishizes it. Right. And in that sense, it was, it was kind of pretty, it was kind of interesting. Um, they make chess interesting by like, they bring them to this other plane when they're playing chess. Oh yeah. And as the kid starts to win, the, the father starts to bleed oh. everywhere. Okay. So, it, you know, they kind of like either show the kid like really losing it or something. Or, uh, it was pretty good. Again, two hours, pretty depressing. Right. Good job. <laughs> so after that four hours of fun, uh-huh. I decided to watch Happy Feet 2. <laughs> really? That movie's pretty stupid. I would imagine. It's about penguins dancing to save other penguins. Yep. Also something about global warming uh-huh. and about coming together as a family. Uh-huh. And Matt Damon and oh, dear. Uh, Brad Pitt as shrimp. Krill. I'm sorry, Krill. Krill, fair enough. Um, that hurt my brain. Yeah. So I watched Kung Fu Panda 2. <laughs> so you watched four movies. In one night, yeah. Well played. Well, <laughs> after the two after the two Quebec films, yep. I needed... Depressing Quebec films. <laughs> I didn't realize Quebec was that fucked up. <laughs> that was your first mistake. Nelson. <laughs> yep. Uh, Happy or uh, Kung Fu Panda Two, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say it was good. Yeah, yeah, enjoyable. I it ended and then it kind of restarted itself halfway through. Like it, it kind of got to the villain quicker than I thought. Oh, okay, and you know, at the end of the first film, that it's if it, I also felt like they reset Poe, like oh, he was big and confident, and the man at the end mm-hmm. of the first film. I haven't seen him, but sure. But then at the start of this film, he is like bumbling and an idiot again. But he can also kind of do kung fu for the most part. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Way better than Happy Feet Two. That's good. I'd also recommend Kung Fu Panda One. You know, it's a pretty fun film. Uh, but Jack Black can also be a huge turnoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, looking over my list, and then at some point, Nelson made me watch Weekend. What's that? It's about two gay guys that have a weekend together. Oh. So it's like these guys hook up at a bar. Uh-huh. And they just decide to spend like the next two days together. Okay. And at the end of those two days, the one guy ends up having to move somewhere else. And the whole thing kind of follows like, you know, how you can get yourself easily emotionally entwined or how much one night or even one weekend can totally change your life and how you feel about everything. Yeah. And how one person can have such a big impact on you. Sort of like before sunrise, sunset, whatever. Yeah, I suspect. I actually haven't seen those. Oh, okay. So, but, except with gay guys. Yeah. (laughs) And to me, that was my feeling in the film was like, here is what would have been a very conventional, very dull romance film. Uh Uh-huh. Except for the fact that both characters have penises. Both gay people. Woo! And... (laughs) Nelson loved it because I, I guess, you know, it conveys that, that the, he hasn't, he hasn't seen that sort of relationship conveyed very much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it would be, you know, it's, it, it would be easier for him to connect maybe, to, I, don't, I don't know, 
It's like, like... But, I, you know, I didn't see gender of either character. I just saw yeah, yeah. how the whole thing played out. It seemed pretty boilerplate to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's hook shouldn't be that both characters are male. Yeah, no, I know. Um... But I think that's, other than a few other things which I can't remember, which clearly aren't noteworthy, I think that's all I've really watched lately. Uh, uh, that's it, eh? Oh, I'm Only sure. That. No, no. There's, there's been like, I've watched basically half of The Good Wife now. <laughs> so that's a, and um, you also watch Super Jail. Oh, Super Jail, Warden of Super Jail. Hell yeah, I'm coming home. That's such a good show. It really is. It's pretty. Oh, I rewatched Hannah. What? Hannah. What, Montana? No, just Hannah. Oh. It's about the the girl who. Uh, it's like Chloe something. She's, oh. She's a pretty good actress. Uh, the one in Kickass. Uh, yeah, or a Tolman or something. I can't remember. Um, okay. But yeah, this little blonde-haired girl who gets trained as a killer assassin. Okay. And then she, it's kind of like oh, supposed to be like a fairy yeah. tale. Yeah, I think I it's remember got, seeing. It's got Eric Bana in it, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some chick, and the violence is good. I still, I still really like that movie. It's, it's good. Cool, cool, cool. Emails. What did we get? Emails? No. Oh, what? what? <laughs> Why would you even say that? Um, there's six people that I might know on Google Plus or that steveforrester.com at gmail.com really that seems unlikely that you would know six that that steveforrester.com it's because I, I think it's because i emailed you once with it oh right um so now it thinks that i might know like prob <laughs> sean carroll caltech victor <laughs> albert just the people on my google plus then alexander samuel something yep ryan north uh martin yeah. Yeah, those are pe- six people of my Google Plus. There you go. Find those people. Sean Carroll is a physicist. That's I question that. He's the best physicist. The best. The best. He's all the physicists? Yeah, exactly. He does all the physics. Anyways, Christine always claims to uh, email us, but... But no. Uh, no. No. No! Did Christine send us a message? I thought I saw it pop up. Uh, let's see. She probably doesn't even know we're, we're casting. Exactly. Uh, she was watching The Amazing Race, if you want to know what Christine's been watching. Really? Yep. <laughs> Apparently, it's the best thing about Mondays. What is it still going? Like, new new episodes and all? Or you're typing? All right, whatever. You can talk while I type. It's I called could. filling up airtime. Yeah, no, or I could just not yeah, say anything. Yeah, yeah. Amazing Racist is still running. That's a go. sketch on somebody else's thing. But yeah, she, she, she always like, oh, I'll do it next time, and then doesn't do it. Yeah. So. Whoa. But if you, you, I don't know. I'm pointing to the listener. Uh, pointing doesn't show up either, I'm afraid. I, damn it. I was so sure that would work. You pressed you, referring to me. The correct answer That's is you. Referring to, wait, no, it's me referring to you. Not me, you referring to me. I you didn't was, change it! I was just quoting... The, that's the point. It's a Simpsons quote. No, but you misquoted it. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You pressed you, referring to, to me. me. The correct answer is you. No, the correct answer is me, no. referring to you. No, no, no. Yeah! No, no, no. Yeah! Bring it up. Go. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> and now to fill the dead air. No, the whole do, point do, of the do, joke do, is he pressed you. Referring to me. The bear says me. it's correct. Incorrect. Incorrect. But then he says you should press, press you, you anyway. Yep. Yeah, 
You should press you, but you said me. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You said you pressed you, referring to me. The correct answer is me. No. Yeah. It's you pressed you, referring to me. The correct answer is you. Keep talking. All right. I'm I'm right. I break this. This is one of my favorite Simpsons episodes, by the way. I could just talk about my favorite Simpsons episodes. One would have to be A Tale of Two Cities featuring Hank Scorpio. And then two would be the Frank Grimes episode. Probably maybe Mountains of Madness. And then Lemon of Troy. And then, what is this not on here? Put in Simpsons. Uh, Mountain of Madness. Me- oh, that might not be it. This is... So Bert's going to make us all go on a stupid corporate retreat up in the mountains to learn about teamwork. Which means we'll have to get our plans to hang around here. Teamwork is overrated. Uh-huh. Think about it. I mean, what team was Babe Ruth on? Who knows? Yankees. <laughs> Sharing is a bunch of bull, too. And helping others. And what's all this crap I've been hearing about tolerance? Ooh, your ideas are intriguing to me, and I wish to subscribe to your newsletter. But I think we have to go on a retreat anyway. See, so this is just that, awesome. That didn't work. But we got an awesome scene out of it. Fuck. All right, but still, um, just put like Simpsons Smoky Bear or something. Um, there we go. Come on. This is you. Yes. Bullshit. See, I that, is, that is bullshit. See, I win. Uh, <laughs> this game sucks. It's now about trains. What? I am going to close this. What is somebody was playing Madagascar? All right. Anyways, emails can always be sent to Steve Forrester at no Steve Forrester dot com at gmail dot com. Yeah. S-T-E-V-E-F-O-R-E-S-T-E-R dot C-O-M at gmail dot com. What? What? Yeah. Or if you actually know me, you can email me with some sort of... Yeah. Or Steve. No one's listening. Nobody's listening. How do you feel about Julia and Julia? (laughs) Man, what a sucky movie. I know, right? Just awful. Kind of sexy, though. (laughs) Julia. Not Julie. Whichever the old one is. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. I mean... So, Steve, uh-huh. this, according to my uh, show notes, yeah, brings us to uh, the ever-popular Nouveau Ideas. Oh, yeah, where you come up with random ideas. <laughs> and that you just play, they acknowledge and listen to them. Yeah. Did you have anything? No? Uh, no, I can think of one right now about pens and headphones. <laughs> You're just looking at things around you. I love lamps. It's, well, it's a quote from Anchorman. Oh, oh, Anchorman 2 is coming out. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. It probably won't be that good, but whatever. Sequels are always the best. Totally. Empire Strikes Back says hello. Yeah. All right. Let's, I actually have a few. <laughs> this will be fun. <clears throat> After hearing of a horrible massacre <laughs> in her village, a young lady travels back to the country she was born in to discover... What has happened to her family? Well, working her way there, things end up being worse than she expected from a military standpoint. Uh-huh. Soon she finds herself on the run of uh, from a, of us. 
I misspelled something here. From a small army, interested in keeping her quiet. Along the way, she discovers how and why her parents died, and her goal to escape changed to a goal of revenge at any cost. Dun, dun, dun. But, I mean, it's an army. <laughs> yeah, but she just totally Rambo's it, man. All right, cool. Rambo. Rambo. Rambo! Which really should have been called First Blood 2. I don't know. What kind of name is Rambo? Eh, awesome one. What are you typing? What's going on? Christine questions the validity of podcasting. Really? I question her validity as a person. Yeah. That's not going to come to bite me on the arse. <laughs> and I've written comedy equals tragedy plus uh, comedy equals tragedy plus time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So what about an immortal tragedy? That must be really funny. <laughs> I guess an immortal tragedy. Yeah, you know, it's something that happens forever and ever. So just an on, yeah, okay, sure. It's gonna be hilarious, <laughs> like a man constantly f- falling down. <laughs> Very Sisyphean. A man has all the memories of his past life. Okay. Um, lulls in the knowledge. Um, oh, lulls in the knowledge. I don't even know if that's used correctly. I don't think so. Um, if he dies, he will be reborn. Oh. So like this guy who's totally connected to his past life. And right. He's completely aware of uh, being reborn. But like he's reborn with full consciousness? Yeah. So he's like born like as like an adult, but he's a baby. And he's pop, pop. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. Get the suck on some titty. <laughs> Except I'm sure that, not sure that'll lose fun after a while. Yeah. Unless you really have my, um So just, just the idea of, you know, first off, how crazy would that make you? Yeah. And amoral. Like, if I kill you, whatever, I'm not actually killing you. Yeah, that's true. I'm just true. letting you move your bodies. No consequence. Right. You should be like, yeah, yeah, lethal injection, me, whatever. I just con- I just have Groundhog Day, but evil. Huh. <laughs> that's <laughs> existing movie plus evil. Existing <laughs> movie plus massacre. <laughs> existing movie plus rape. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have rape in this. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. <laughs> um... So this got me t- to uh, my soul, soul thoughts. Um, discovers his soul exists in parallel lives throughout world. I soulmates are just two people with the same soul. Oh yeah, people who. Is this the same movie or a new one? Yeah, uh, it's a tangential thought that may or may not be the same movie. Okay, probably not. So it's reasonable that I was confused. <laughs> you should be confused and should take off your pants. Done and done. Uh, people who share the same soul are very influential on each other. So basically, if you and I were the same soul... Which I'd like to think we are. Then your pants would be off. And they are. Uh, Christine says hi. Oh, no way. Hi, Christine. She can't hear you. I think she can. Nope. But can future Christine hear me, maybe? Nope. She won't listen to this. But what if... Maybe, yeah. Um. So then I have approximately... Three versions from this. Okay. Random one. Uh, one man can see into the souls around him and oh. uses them to set people up with each other's halves. So it's like Hitch, but supernatural. Yeah, but the tragedy of it all is that no matter where he looks, he cannot find the soulmate of his own. Aww. <laughs> and then he must learn that love isn't in finding a perfect match, but in... Something else. I don't know. 
Yeah. But basically, yeah, I figured like Hitch, but supernatural. Uh-huh. And instead of him being bad at dates, he just knows, has this constant looming knowledge that every person he dates is not the one. Right. Where yeah. he can find other people's ones with ease comparatively. Yep. Fair enough. Oh, man, I saw the best dating coach ad on Kijiji, by the way. Okay, tell me about it. It was amazing. Amy found it randomly, and it was just like the ad title was like dating coach, no caps, and like literally like 20 exclamation marks. Like, I'm, if anything, I'm So it's like dating coach. I don't know. And then he was just like, he, he just, he. Do you want to know how much he charges for like an hour and a half? All the money. Yeah, all the money. Fifty dollars for this random guy to like. I don't know. He just. It was a really, really terrible ad, and he charges you fifty dollars, and he just. Just be confident, people. Yeah, yeah. Just be yourself, unless you're not that good of a person. I'm pretty much a terrible else. person. Anyway, never mind. It was a funny ad, but you'd have to see it for it to be properly funny. I'm starting to question my ability to have like regular conversations after spending so much time. Just reclused, working on my stuff. Yeah, I'm not actually here, by the way. I'm just a figment of your imagination. Man, I do good voice impressions. It's true. <laughs> um, so my next one's Soul Killer, or Soul, soul Killer. Oh. <laughs> or Soul, spelled S-O-L-E, but no. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> not that one. Through studying the occult, Steve discovers a way to... Steve! <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's your name. That's me. Um, I use names that are convenient. Sounds promising. A cult, yes. Uh, yes. To consume the souls of someone moments before they die. Oh. With each soul that he consumes, Steve becomes smarter and more charming. No way. Just like in real life. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Too. If by souls you mean semen. Yeah, well, whatever. But the keeper of the underworld becomes enraged with the missing souls. Just like in real life. Except in this case, it's actually the bishop. <laughs> You're eating babies. But <laughs> the semen was given to me consensually, for the most part. And sends an avatar to Earth to stop Steve at any cost. Okay. Now the Earth faces two th- two threats. Steve and the Avatar, both heartless killers on a bloody mission. Can Earth handle the cure? Dun, 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 dun. Soul killer. <laughs> so that'd be just really metal. Yeah. And clearly there's no good person. Yeah. So for this charming and smart Steve character that Yeah. Other than his occasional too. murderous yeah. tendencies. But I mean that's just you can't be just gotta have some flaw. Um Yeah, I have it written here. His one flaw is that he is bad at kissing. What? No, not Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently eating souls or cock won't make you any better at that. Eh, what are you going to do? Keep reading? Yep, let's go. Um, Solus. <laughs> eh, you like that so far? Yep. March 17th, 1978. Uh-huh. 8.12 a.m. Uh-huh. New York, New York. A child is born with no soul, no sense of morality, or any empathy. My God. London, Ontario. Same time, but really just different location. <laughs> A child is born with too much care and empathy. Like a double soul? Like a double rainbow soul. All across his inner thigh. 
Yeah. That rhymes closely with sky, so that's why I chose that word. Okay, it's kind of gay, though. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, for these reasons, both are kept secluded uh, by their parents until they're 18. So, like... So the parents know? One, no, well... One's a monster, so oh, okay. you don't really let him out have fun. And one's a big-ass pussy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then they both get out to go on an unknowing search for each other. Oh, no way. So so they yearn like, for each other? They yearn down? for each other. Possibly one for good reasons, one for evil reasons. I really didn't continue writing after that. Fair enough. I like it. Can this be a trilogy of soul movies? Yeah, you can have... So trip. So first we do twins, mm-hmm. then we do triplets, and then we do octuplets. Well, I meant the three different ideas that you. Yeah, yeah. That was that too. That's a good idea. Well, with them not being very similar uh-huh. in their rules, but yeah. Um, and then I got tired of writing about souls. Okay, for some reason. I don't, you. They're the best, right? Yeah. That's why I'm going to hell. Hell's yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> it's clever. But still. Yeah. Um, so then I thought about the Ten Plagues. Uh-huh. Either in a modern setting or from the vantage point of just, like, someone completely uninvolved. <laughs> so if you're just some sort of chilled, like, Egyptian merchant, and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, boom! Locust. Boosh. Boosh. Be like Life of Brian, too. Bloody water. Yeah. The brining. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, in a modern setting. Yeah. So, like, we're chilling in. Boom! Boosh. Bloody water. Yeah. That's what uh, Family Guy did that. Did they? Episode. Yeah. I did not see it. Oh, they stole all my good ideas. <laughs> That's Family Guy. Family must guard itself from unknowing plagues as their city's rulers faces the wrath of a stranger bent on punishing all. Wait. So, kind of just maybe some anti-Moses bullshit. Okay. After all my talk about souls and being clearly I've become a Hindu. They believe in like reincarnation, right? Yeah, sure, why not? Probably. Yeah. So now I'm on my huge anti Christian rant. <laughs> and then I got bored of that idea. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So then I started dreaming about dreaming. About dreaming. That's very meta. Is it? Did you dream in the dreamatorium? No. Because I'm afraid of evil Abed. Aren't we all? Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Hot, hot, hot. A man escapes the doldrum of day-to-day life each night by going to his own dream world. But his life becomes stressful. His dreams are taken from him. Desperately, the man searches everywhere else to escape. Sex, drugs, sports, spas, except... Spa- really? I wrote down... <laughs> <laughs> we do re- reveal ourselves in the end, don't we? Wow. Yeah, basically this guy... You know, kind of this idea of this guy losing the one thing that keeps him sane. Okay. When he needs it the most. Right. In this case, dreams. Is he like an incredibly talented lucid dreamer? Is that it? Yeah. Sweet. So you have some really sexy dreams in that whole thing. Yeah, I think that's all lucid dreams. They're basically sex dreams, right? (laughs) They must be. It's not a good night unless I came. (laughs) I've never had... I had like... like You've never came? (laughs) (laughs) I've never had a lucid dream. I don't know if I have either. Yeah. I can't remember. My yeah. dreams are bad. They either come to me right away. And then they turn into messed up movies. <laughs> and then they turn up into messed up, slightly less pornographic movies. Yep. Um, and then we have the kids' version of Dreamless. 
Uh-huh. Uh, dreams are taken from kids. Kids run away from home oh, no. to find the person that stole their dreams. Can have... So, oh, I have no idea what I wrote here. Um, is, can have some give up on their dreams along the way. So it's like a metaphor for as you grow up, you give up on your dreams. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but the, some kids just stick to it. And uh-huh. possibly the, the greatness that can come come about from... Uh, a boot? Don't be a fucking hosiery. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So their dream is to get their dreams back, but that dream cannot be realized. Not by all. Yeah. Some some just walk away from their dreams. Uh-huh. Others just ejaculate on them. <laughs> or in them. In them, on them. Then you have a dream, baby. That's dangerous. <laughs> Unless you, have a, you use a dream condom or get a dream abortion. Yeah, but, I mean, dream condoms kind of ruin the feeling, and dream abortions can be emotionally... <laughs> <laughs> dream condoms ruin the... Uh, you're telling me about dream abortion. You know, I mean, they can be emotionally kind of burdensome. Plus, I always find really someone really, really like pro-life whenever I sleep with them in my dreams. It seems. <laughs> What's that say about me? I don't know. Well, I mean, you could give them up for dream adoption, I suppose. I don't really. This analogy is kind of losing focus. I'll get the coat hanger. Dream coat hanger. Uh, uh. I'd feel really bad messing that coat hanger up, though, at the same time, but... You're a great person. In my dreams. <laughs> um, a messy office worker is trapped by his furniture in his office after a small earthquake topples his stuff atop him. Uh-huh. Since it's the middle of the long weekend, no one is around, <laughs> pinned and alone, he must use what is around him to survive. So this is my 127 hours in an office space. <laughs> I like it. Uh, this came about because I spent, I think, that weekend in uh, my office. What would happen if I were trapped? And I just thought, well, I don't see anybody usually for a few days. Mm-hmm. And this desk could be pretty tipsy. And I could totally understand my phone not working. Yeah. Or being out of reach. Yeah, yeah. But basically just 127 hours, the office version. <laughs> Michael Scott gets trapped under his desk. That seems plausible. For 127 hours. Jim smiles at the camera funnel. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Here we go. An immortal man hunts for a way to die, but finds a reason to live along the way. Love. Aww. But what happens to a man who cannot die but suffers a loss? Hmm. Rampage! Of course. I, that's what I wrote down. I think I've been watching a bit too much Archer at that point. Um, Fair enough. Once the fire's gone, the immortal's back to square one, emotionally and probably in jail. <laughs> <laughs> They're all winners. And I look forward to them all being on the big screen someday. Yep. No, these are... The, yeah. Clearly this thought turned into like two different thoughts along the way. It's like a thought with another thought's hat on. It's like a... Yeah, but with thought fart along the way. Could a thought fart wear a thought hat? Only if they were a thought condom. Butt condom? Uh, sure. Think about it. Well, I have unprotected sex with you. <clears throat> All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, a doctor terrified with the growing fragility of his body secludes himself to begin um, secludes himself and begins kidnapping people to reform dangerous and unethical 
unethical. Uh, <laughs> they can be ethic. <laughs> surgeries to strengthen the human body. Huh. All at the pain and misery of his victims. So the movie will follow the latest batch of victims. The main character will end up being put on the table, but probably survive and be the first success in the horrific experiments of this evil doctor. Uh-huh. Um, there'll be dogs with metal bloody teeth. And it'll probably end with the doctor trying to perform the operation upon himself. And the main character escaping to the real world in shock and terror. I see. And at least three sex scenes. Nice. Two of which I haven't pinned out yet. So it'll be like the room. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was my uh, torture horror porn, I think, for this batch. <laughs> Not to be confused with my action Rambo film. Fair enough. And then I watched this trailer the other day called The Mechanical Man. Okay, I haven't seen it. It was, it was about, it's an indie film. Yeah. Oh, so, you wouldn't have heard of it, is that what you're saying to me? You wouldn't have heard of it. I was. I would have been better off not hearing it. <laughs> um, it's like this girl falls in love with this guy who's a street performer as a robot. And it was like his day job is, mm-hmm. um, he does something at like SeaWorld or something. Okay. Like a cleaner guy. And she is emotionally distant. And he's going nowhere with his life, and her parents want her to be have someone better for her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I read the title. I'm like, I want her to fuck a robot. <laughs> of course you did. So we have girl falls in love with the robot. Guy falls in love with a different robot because I don't want some sort of real robot love triangle going on here. And then just kind of like following the different reactions of society to each of their actions. I see. These are, are actual robots. Well, the guy and the girl are human, but the robots that they have intimacy with. Yeah, but they're. This is in the future. I'm Real robots, yes. Okay. Future robot world. Ah, uh, yeah. Robot babies for everybody. <laughs> Maybe Robin Williams can play the robot. A Maybe. robot. Maybe. Like he did in Bicentennial Curious Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but that that trailer made me angry. So you went straight to robot sex. Because <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> if you're going to have a romance about, and the movie's called The Mechanical Man, you yeah. better have a vibrator between his legs. Hell yeah, if you know what I mean. Oh, apparently I went back to the soul <laughs> pool. Um, the devil is real uh-huh. and walks among us. He wants to cut you a dark deal. More time on Earth in exchange for more time in Hell. If you believe that. Um, but somebody discovers a loophole that you don't have to find. Uh, you don't have to... You just have to find a soul to take your place. Okay. So basically souls become a uh, commodity. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in time but with human souls. Right, yeah. Well, that was like a bit in Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. Except the whole movie. Stop yeah. stealing my... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that movie. Or if I did, I... Which one? Uh, the second one? They're on the ship and they're betting. All, all they have to bet with is time served with Davy Jones. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember anything about the second one. Yeah, who would? Really? Because that movie was like, they vomited and then they fought on a big wheel. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but the loophole ends up having a catch. Uh-huh. Unseen. <laughs> the loophole itself has a catch. Yeah, well, you're sacrificing someone else's soul, then you're committing... The most horrific sin and basically condemning your soul to hell. <laughs> Regardless. Fair enough. Clever Satan. 
He is a clever girl. Uh-huh. Not a very good kisser either. No. All right, here we go. I think this is the last one. Okay. Lots of words this week. Um, mm-hmm. I really didn't. I don't. I'm not too attached to any one of these actually. Um, a man's imagination begins to shape reality as things he imagined become real. At first, it appears entertaining and fun, until his thoughts turn on him. And this cascades into each worst case scenario stack upon each other. Like the idea where, you know, you think, oh, what worse could happen? And then you kind of imagine something worse happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. if he imagines it, it actually happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes him imagine well, what worse could happen. So, yeah. Right. Kind of like Monkey Bone, but like what? imagination world's real. Monkey Bone. Monkey Boner? No. You sick pervert. Monkey, it's a... Uh... It says the robot fetishist. <laughs> It's not a pedophile. Wait, what? Fetishist. Oh, I thought you said pedophilist. Because no. I was going to say. They could be kid robots, whatever. It's all good. It's not pedophilia. Robo pedophilia. <laughs> anyway, Monkey Bone is what? Uh, it's a Bren- Brendan Fraser movie. Oh. It's just full of dick jokes <laughs> and claymation. Uh, I like claymation. See, I anticipated that with Monkey Boner. Ah, oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> you see, the mon- monkey bone represents the guy's repressed sexual urges. Oh. The monkey wants to bone. Oh, yeah. So that's it for new ideas. All right, cool. So have we done anything in the last three weeks? You wrote like a couple lines. I did. Thumbs up to Matt. I did something. Hey. Yeah. Do we want to hear it? Uh, sure, you should read it dramatically, especially with a girl's voice <clears throat> for both parts. Uh, oh, my God. The program's not even my quick. You have you looked at it yet? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yep. Was it was it okay? Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just like ends the scene and then starts the next one. Yeah, we might want a scene in between. Like, you could just transition scene. Yeah, we could just have like a little bit of her like walking and not suspecting anything for you know a, a bit. Um, well, you, you that's I mean that's not that wouldn't be dialogue anyway. Um, oh man, Celtics Plus is on sale. No way. Is it we $0? could save because otherwise ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. No. Too much. Well, too much. Um, but, but but you're just talking about, like, giving her a few more minutes of walking? Uh, well, I mean, I think you should kind of, like, just show him, like, kind of being conflicted and, like, I don't know, playing with a pen or something, I'm picturing. And then... Oh, we could have, like... And then she's walking, and then, I don't know. Well, actually, oh, wait, the timing has to be... He has to... I mean, he's going to go outside and, and follow her? Yeah, that's... Yeah, right, right, right. Or well like not right away, but Yeah. Oh yeah. But no, I mean anyway, that's that's fine once there. Is is yeah. So we have um did, did I close did we close off the scene last time? Hmm? Uh the first scene. You did I close it off when I opened up the new one or in the two last black. Yeah, yeah. So Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, uh there isn't two shits I can do yeah. about it. Now get out. John stands up and gestures towards the door. Sarah timidly gets up and shuffles off. Check out that. It's like three, four accents. Uh-huh. Fuck, John. <laughs> and then they make sweet, sweet love. Ah, uh, yeah. Always a pleasure, sis. <laughs> and then you could probably have him, like, doing whatever. Yeah. Getting back to work, and that can show yeah. some sexual tension there if we want. Ah, uh, yeah. City That's... streets. Mild pedestrian congestion. Uh-huh. Sarah walks at a heavy pace. One hand on her purse. Her eyes, sharp. Suddenly, her phone rings. Oh, chicka, boo, 
chicka pow pow. That's her phone yeah. ringtone. Yeah, we have to save this file so we can use that exact ringtone. That exact ringtone. John's voice. Sarah, you are being tailed. It should be your. Yeah. Yeah. Contractions, man. Contraction, traction. Uh, What's yeah. your action? You're contractually obligated to use contractions. <laughs> Sarah, confused. John, what? What? You have at least three guys telling, uh, uh, telling you, made them two blocks back. That's it. Uh huh. Boom. Nothing. Boosh. And I think I need to work on that John's explanation. But uh, yeah, do you know what makes us look more professionals if we took off our pants? I was gonna say eye patches. Actually, that would work too. Let's get eye patches. And I don't think I've changed any of the, the character biopsies yet. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've actually looked at this yet. No, I don't think I have. Let me see this. Scotch. <laughs> yes. But, you know, if you're looking for something... See, I told them what he is. He's a protagonist. Nice. Protagonist. But, yeah, I, I, there's there's still a lot of stuff to fill in here, like who's going to be the actor that does him. Apparently, we have a list of nobody so far. Okay. I'm thinking Nelson Liu. Lai Chung Liu. Can we put him in? Um, but I, I know you haven't really looked at anything else to see what screens they've been. But yeah, um, this is also a supplementary stuff you can do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have their ages. How old is John? Yeah, how old is John? He's got five years on his baby sister. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Yeah, that's about, I mean. Maybe a bit less than that. Maybe better because they're supposed to be in high school together. Yeah, but you want him to remember um, her being born. Yeah. One year or two year, maybe. Half sister, I haven't written anything for her. She's in. Mm-hmm. I don't understand women. Who knows? She's yeah, y'all womany and the woman, woman stuff. But yeah, so very little progress. Uh huh. Yeah. So where to now is a good question. Um, I guess you know, just writing the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like we know we know roughly what we want to happen in the scene. But yeah. Well, we know roughly. I think um, it's just a matter of sitting down and doing it yeah. piecewise. Would, I mean, could we try collaborative writing in the same room? Or would that be, I don't know. That, that might, because clearly we're not writing Yeah, it separately. would force us to write. <laughs> um, we could try that. You know, and we could be like naked if we if that ha- happened to help the collaborative. I'm I'm just throwing out ideas here. You know, I oh, we could drink scotch like Actually, real writers. <laughs> I do find I kind of write a bit better when I <laughs> <laughs> with scotch. So. Now let's make this is this is actually. I don't uh, think so, Matt. No, let's do it'll it. Be great. It'll be great. Look, it'll be great. Look, and then <sighs> now drink this drink. I didn't roofie it at all. Um, I think we should do that. I'm getting into character. Because it would force us to write something, and we, yeah. So how do you want to do that? Because... Just get together for some evening for a couple hours. How often do you want to make uh, forces upon us? Because I I, I think scheduling ourselves is a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think we should see how it works um, first, and then do it. Yeah. But if it does work, we could do it once a week or something. That sounds good. Two hours once a week. Yeah. We're going to waste two hours on this thing. Hells yeah. Plus our three-hour circle jerk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only your dick was more sensitive. I don't know. I mean, I like the tantric stuff. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so when do you want to start that then? Oh, I don't know. Just some 
I don't know. We could uh, well, we could do it on like a a Friday night or whatever, so we could uh, have a few drinks as well. Make it seem less of a problem. Yeah. Like Fridays are different than Mondays to you now. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> like I do work. And then we'll do it. Yeah. I'm assuming you mean sex, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um, so this will be a good experiment. We'll try this before we podcast again. All right, perfect. Well, it'll be interesting to find out who's on top. Uh huh. One man and his tank top are misunderstood. <laughs> Shut up, woman! Oh wait, actually, they're completely understood. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll do whatever it takes. Shut up, woman! Seriously, this guy is a piece of shit. <laughs> Shut up, woman! Ow, I'm the narrator. <laughs> yeah, but you my bitch, too. It's true. Please make him stop, but I love him. I want some Starburst. Taste the Rame Rambo. Taste the Rambo, not bad. Um, Yeah, so we'll try that. All right. And that'll be sexy. Yeah, totally. And then we'll uh, get naked together. Sweet. Not necessarily in that order. Yeah, I'll be curious to see who's on top and you know who's on bottom, and we'll see how the power dynamics work out. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see. So uh, I guess it's time to wrap it up. I suppose so. By which you mean a condom, right? Yep. Do you want the flavored one this this week or? No, no, no. That's that's all right. All right, I'll just get Nelson's bacon lube. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. All right, but I'm Matthew. I'm Steve. And next week. Maybe we'll have a better title. Ah, yeah.